0: Exposing your butthole to UV radiation is good, actually, because it is derived from an ancient Taoist practice.
1: Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode number 297. Thank you very much for being in our world, for listening to the show each and every week. You are a a glorious group and we appreciate you. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to episode 296. We reviewed the Paul Thomas Anderson masterpiece, Boogie Nights. Um, Probably, I mean, it was a mess, but it was also perfect. So it's, I think, one of the best things we've ever done. Um, If you haven't checked it out, you should definitely go do it. You should share it with your friends because everybody likes those movie shows. So if you are so inclined, go check out The Boogie Night Show, episode 296. and Tell some people about it. Uh, I'm joined now, as I am each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up?
2: I, I'm going to do something that we probably
1: shouldn't start a show with. Oh, no, you're doing some Trump shit? No, big bummer. Oh, oh. Uh, I want to start off with an RIP to my father-in-law. Oh, so sorry.
2: Yeah, but I just want to point out that what what stands out for a guy like this, old dude, is he didn't seem to give a shit about being set in his ways. He was set in his ways for himself, but he wasn't all judgy like an old man. Like
1: uh, that's that, awesome. You know, like that's so rare. You know, like
2: he just didn't seem to give a shit about it. If you're into this, fine. I don't care. He was definitely like set in his ways because he was he was 86. Yeah. But what I liked is, I mean, look, he he was like a Jew in the in the 30s and 40s in Europe. He had to like move around a bit. Yeah. And so he'd been through shit. But like his daughter came home from college uh, with with a non-Jewish boyfriend that she said she was going to marry someday. And he didn't care. He was all right. Yeah. And so that goes uh, a long you way. Know, Whereas, whereas her sister goes to Harvard Law and meets another Jewish lawyer at Harvard Law. Like, that guy checked all the fucking boxes that I did not check off. And he treated me he treated me well. And, uh, you know, R.I.P. Victor Matrani, a good man.
1: Um, R.I.P., very nice tribute. And sorry for your loss and for your children lost their grandpa and your wife lost her dad. And I'm sorry to hear that, Ed. And please pass along my respects. Will do. Also, I want to point out
2: one Trumpian thing. Yeah. I mean, this was in a lot of publications. 53% of uh, Republicans believe Trump is better than Lincoln. I mean, what are we –
1: what's going on here? Hold on. Are we going full troll now? Like, what is this? Hold on. I'm not – I mean, there is a – there's a certain area of this country where my man Honest Abe – is not super popular. <laughs>
2: he, He's in, and they they vote hemi- heavily Republican these yeah, days. Yeah,
1: and also like. They weren't back then. They were those same people were Democrats back then because shit was different.
2: Andrew Jackson,
1: Democrats, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> shit was different. So I'm just saying, like, it's not. I,
2: I saw that one, and it's like, even that. Come on, guys. Like, we're we're taking this a bit far now.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. It's well, it's try. <laughs> I had a long discussion with some people this weekend about tribalism and how it's like, people are just fucking lined up with one thing. You got one thing that you're into and you got, and you're fucking ride or die for that thing. And there's just nothing that's going to ever change your mind because that's who you are. It's not what you believe. It's who you are. It's what you were born as far as you're concerned. And that's fucking insane. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of that way with Spongebob. When people tell he's me that,
1: I'm like, no, he's not. He's great. Uh, well, oh, I'm kind of that way with Guy Fieri because this weekend some assholes were like, oh, that fucking homophobe. You like Guy Fieri's food sucks. Fuck him. And I'm like, no, the guy's fucking awesome. He's amazing. He, awesome. he fucking dresses cool. He does his own thing. He fucking right. makes pulled pork. And he's a
2: genuine article.
1: He's, he's, yeah, you wouldn't, you would never decide one day go, oh. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pick a thing and be it. You would never pick that. That's not the thing you would choose.
2: He's not trying to be the barefoot Contessa. He's trying to be Guy Fieri.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. He's not trying to be the who's that other guy? the The frugal gourmet,
2: Gordon Brown. Wait. He's not trying to be any of those dudes. No,
1: he's his own thing. Uh, he's not
2: Paul Prudhomme. No, R.I.P.
1: Speaking of R.I.P., Paul Prudhomme. That guy was awesome uh so yeah tribalism's lame fucking have an open mind and uh you know just try to be a good person uh, yeah. okay let's let's do some voicemails i got this new um friend of the show chad in austin fucking out of the chad. blue sent us a, a fucking top of the line like recording studio it's like but I don't know how to use it yet. So hopefully I sound better. If I sound worse, it's just because I don't know how to use it. But this thing's got all, it's got hot keys for the sound drops on it. It's record, It records the show. It, um, you know, handles the mics and the levels and everything. Uh, but I, I, I literally just took it out of the box. So bear with me.
3: Down on his See? His voicemails really suck His voicemails really suck No one's enjoying him He's so annoying Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do, Ooh. and he's even worse than ish 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 ish. His faults are useless shit, shit 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits
1: tits tits right well, yeah. oh, oh. you know, yeah. oh. try to now I'm going to try to play some voicemails with this new board. Everything's a little different, so. It's good. It's all right. I'm probably gonna still, fuck up. Still got that great song out there. Yeah, don't don't be a dick if I fuck this up, okay?
3: Brian, Ed, Kate, FBI, Mike, and Toledo again. Hey, um, what do John Wilkes Booth and Pee Wee Herman have in common? They both shot the man in front of them in the theater.
1: Late. <laughs> I mean, that's so dumb. It's there's wow. there's like five dumb things there. What? First of all, good to hear from Mike and Toledo again. Yeah, seems like seems like a good enough guy. Um, he he did a voice that was nearly unintelligible, um, and he did a joke that was so just like purposefully unfunny.
2: Um, I really hated how. I mean, everybody has embraced him again, but like, Pee Wee got just run out of town with, with when he got caught in the the porno theater. <laughs> no, porn theaters are weird. Yeah and gross but like that was his thing and people were like he can't be peewee anymore now He's been going hiding for a few years
1: now i don't like i always just assumed that was a work like he was like he got um he got he got caught on purpose right like you don't
2: yeah, like he wanted out on the on the Pee Wee show. Right, you're saying. and he
1: and he was like trying to rebrand and relaunch, and like he'd been out of the spotlight for a while, and so he's like, you know, some publicist or some advisor came up with this plan, like, hey, what if you got caught jacking off? No harm, no foul, right? Because we want to we show you that you're a man, not a kid, and, you know, I we guess. can— but I mean, I don't know. Angry. Yeah, I have no idea. I I just always assumed that. I never really thought about it.
2: Fred Willard, like three years ago, got caught
1: again. That was a little weird.
2: That wasn't a work. That was yeah. a, an old dude jerking off in a theater. Do oh, like
1: I, so. I didn't even know they existed anymore. I didn't either. Honestly, I didn't realize that because you know the advent. But you go there to get sucked off, right? Like you're jacking right. it to hope somebody like likes watching you jack it, and then they come in and they right. start helping. Is he's what hilarious, but that, that was a, an interesting twist on his uh, personality. He's really funny, but he's gotten real old, and sadly, they trot him out. They give him a paycheck to come on, like, one episode of The Bachelor every season to do, he, so he can do, like, what? well, he does, like, a play on his um, Best in Show. Best in Show stuff where he's... He's, like, the color commentator, and but he doesn't... That's
2: all kinds of sad. Although he probably makes more money doing it's, that yeah. than anything in his career combined. The
1: money's probably killer, which I respect. Uh, okay, let's try Let's hope this next email's a little bit better. Voicemail.
2: Hey, guys. It's Drew in Houston. Hey, um, I know this is a uh, sports podcast, first and foremost. Um, so I want to ask you, because I don't know, I guess you care about baseball,
3: maybe not as much as Jason, but the Astros getting caught cheating is that a big deal nationally is it a big deal with people who don't really care about the sport is it a big deal in general
2: i happen to know i mean i happen to know somebody who was on the 2017 world series team and he was like yeah we did that
3: but i mean the Yankees had apple watches in their socks that would vibrate and so it's like you know whatever Everybody does it, but is it a big deal? That's what I want to
1: know. Talk to you later. Bye. Um, Ed, I'll, I'll take your thoughts on this because I have thoughts, but I'm, I want you to say okay. yours first. So,
2: so I, I can't rationally. I, 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 I this is what I'll say. I know everybody's cheating, and for some reason, someone taking steroids doesn't bother me. This just kind of annoys me that like it's not genuine, but I, I get everyone does it. So, uh, you know, I would say it's not a big deal nationally because uh, I hate to break it to everyone in Houston that Astros aren't a big deal nationally. Like everybody knows they're good, but nobody gives a shit about them outside of Houston. Um, yep. I don't know. I just I, I I have less of a problem with steroid kind of cheating and this, it's like when it's like a systematic cheating thing, I don't love it.
1: Yeah. So I don't – I've sort of hung back on this because they did it against the Dodgers and everyone knows I'm the biggest Dodger fan in the world. Um, but I would have this opinion uh, no matter who it was that they won against. This is fucking egregious this is this is so far beyond uh, uh, doctoring the baseball or stealing signs it's fucking it's an organizational
2: that's that I guess that's what that's better said than what I was trying to make like when somebody's just cheating for themselves to give them a like a like a one up on somebody yeah that's different than an organization like all right, we're gonna go about cheating like I don't I don't like
1: it and especially because during that world series like the whole thing was like oh they're tipping their pitches can you believe this Kershaw he's tipping his pitches um who's the other guy you darvish right.
2: that was that was the big one right you
1: darvish he's tipping his pitches this guy's tipping his pitches and yeah yeah you dar game 7 was at home so i don't know that there how much you know sign stealing was going on there although they could have done it there as well You'd fucking buy a ticket Buy a ticket and put your man out there, and have him fucking you know talk to each other. Use your Bluetooth, but that that to me it this is so egregious. And obviously they're not going to vacate the World Series, but there's but
2: even if you vacate after the fact, all those things. T- Louisville had to vacate the national Stupid. championship and basketball players. Like, I remember it happening. Nobody gives a shit right. once once t- it's
1: done. One of one of Lance Armstrong's. Tour de France's is now in the hands of some guy that got like 24th place. (laughs) You know, it's dumb. So that's not going to happen. But a head needs to roll like there needs to be severe penalties for this because it's just it's just beyond the normal realm of trying to get an edge. Like it's a it's an organizational, systematic scheme. And if the fucking Yankees are doing it, too, that's going to come out. So fuck these guys, yeah, fuck these guys.
2: I, I I fully believe they they cheat and the Red Sox cheat. Like I get it, but like that type of cheating has to be stamped out.
1: Um, absolutely, a hundred percent. And and it's bad enough to wear an Apple Watch on your wrist, but imagine <laughs> having one on your in your sock. I mean, that can't be good for the your confidence. Legs are embarrassed. Yeah, disgusting. Worst. I mean, what's next, Google Glass? Have, no. How about that time you had to run a 10k well, next Chris, to a guy with Chris, a Google Glass?
2: Oh, that was the worst. Oh, that was a uh, uh, Spartan race. Yeah. Um, I, you know who was kind of the early version of a Google Glass? I bet Chris Sabo would have done Google Glass if it existed in his time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He,
2: he had those like yeah. goggles, the Rex things, and he 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 had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's glasses, but he didn't need to. Um. He yeah. Just had regular-
1: yeah. Google glass. Yeah, there's there, there's like people could figure out ways to cheat and um, you know, it, but this is this is just so beyond it's ridiculous. Um, so fuck them like the 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 somebody needs to be kicked out of baseball for life. I don't know if it's the GM. I don't know if it's some fucking nerd, some Bill James type in the front office that figured that's this out. Him, I guess Right. But we got to get to the bottom of it and people need to lose their jobs and that's it. And they shouldn't they can't be allowed back. Like,
2: and like, yeah, like, like, uh, draft picks. And I mean, they need, all like, of that, organization
1: all of it, shit. all yeah. of it, do it all hundred percent, every single bit of it. Okay.
2: But I yeah. still think, yeah, they cheated and everything and maybe the Dodgers cheated too and just didn't cheat as well. I think they're one of the best teams in baseball the last five years, well, they're amazing. but like, but they got caught cheating badly. Like, or if they do fully get caught, that's bad.
1: Yeah, it's bad. It's And it's it's different than the regular shit. Way different. Yeah. Okay, another one. Thanks for that, Drew. Good caller. Right right back. C. Oh! Edward. Hey, i uh, <clears throat> proud of you guys, man. Glad you guys are not team douchebag that lets their old lady pump their gas and stuff like that. You know, you still got to hold doors open for women. Chivalry needs to be alive.
3: Hey, uh want to just wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. All you haters, crawl up to my team. Pick either side. You can suck my dick or kiss my ass. See, I'm out.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> it's good It's good hearing from Manuel. First of all, thanks, Manuel. Appreciate it. That was probably that was a very He's nice. I'm
2: kind not of talking rusty trombone. He's suck my dick and kiss my ass. He's really getting yeah. it in the whole region.
1: It's a little homophobic. Um, and it was a great call up until that point. So just do it without the vulgarity. This is we're not vulgar on this show.
2: That's right.
1: We don't do vulgar talk. Carefully,
2: so. carefully used vulgarity.
1: Exactly. That's that's how that's how it should work. Uh okay, let's do a quick couple of voicemails. Again, I'm not the production value is not gonna be there because I'm learning this new setup, but uh we'll get there. Um, quick email boys great listen tonight but can you help me understand Jay Stu's deal <laughs> i mean this is this is like this is like niagara falls this is the age old question the uh, great pyramid of giza that's right. Um, there's
2: Easter Island.
1: Right. Those, um, the Stonehenge, Stonehenge. Now that whole Stonehenge thing where they say that they, those things actually have full bodies underground, that's just made up, right? It's just heads.
2: I think so. Well, a Stonehenge is just the rocks. Oh, yeah. Easter not the rocks. Island, yeah. I was thinking Easter, Easter Island. Island. Is Island. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been to, you know, I've been to England a million times and it has never crossed my mind to go out there. It's far from anything and it's just rocks.
1: I totally agree. On the way to, it's not
2: going to top the European vacation scene where they knock them all over.
1: That'd be great. Um, there's same. There's um, two. So one time I went to Peru, mm-hmm. and in Peru there's this place oh, okay. called Machu Picchu, and it sounds pretty badass. It's you know it's it's like a palace in in the fucking mountains, and it's amazing. Um, but you also have to take a train for like a whole day to get there i think you might have to stay overnight i don't know it's very it's difficult so needless to say i didn't go also on the way to las vegas off the near when you're getting towards las vegas off the side of the freeway there's somebody that's built like a modern like an like an instagramable stonehenge where it's like some artist has like stacked all these huge boulders on top of each other like in towers and each, ah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. And each boulders like painted a different, um, high vis color. Yep. And needless to say, never pulled over and checked that out either. And that's right. <laughs> that's right there. Like all you have to do is get <laughs> off the exit and go look at that's it. Begging you now i driven by it a bunch of times, never checked it out. So I'm not in on Stonehenge. Oh, but Jay Stu, the, the email continues. He's pretty arrogant despite being a self-proclaimed, non-shower or grower. How about
2: you know when I listened back to it, that was the that was the part that made me laugh the most. He could he couldn't know shower or grower.
1: Yes. What did he say? He said some guys and this was the the funniest and this is why you bring him on. Yeah this is he's unpredictable. He's, he said some guys are showers and all of us are just fucking sitting there waiting for him. To say the thing that everyone knows, which is grower. But he says, some guys are showers and some guys are just, and then you, and then he like pause and he goes, stiffers.
2: Stiffers. That was... What?
1: <laughs> a grower and a stiffer. <laughs> Who does that?
2: Only Jace do. Who does that?
1: And he's not doing it on purpose. He Got really, who so he is. He really didn't know. Shower and Stiffer. And by the way, for those of you have, that haven't listened, we're talking about the Boogie Nights episode, episode two ninety six. Um, as we're talking about that, I'm looking across th- at my bar, which Chris Morales was making fun of throughout the show, and the the remnants of the bottle of Jameson Irish Whiskey Caskmates IPA Edition that Travis and Chris pretty much went through on that show. It's it's sitting on my bar right now, but it's just down. There's like an inch and a half left in the bottle after those guys got done with it. And then Chris Morales, who is taking a lot of shit on Twitter, but I thought he did a great job on the show. He proceeded to, after the show, nearly sleep apnea himself to death on my couch.
2: <laughs> I have I have some thoughts. I mean, okay. to wrap up just yeah. to, yeah. uh, you know. I I like his deal, but his deal is, that's exactly who he, what he brings. He's weird. I like the weirdness.
1: Yeah. So do I. He's, he, at one point, I don't know if he said it on the show or just to me personally, he goes, and I I know I've said it before and I'm being, I'm repeating myself. But he said, said to me once, you know, people expect me to say, I'm just kidding, but I'm never going to do that.
2: I really respect that. Yeah. I hate when there's ball busting and then somebody says, I'm oh, just joking." Like,
1: no. We get If it.
2: they can't take the joke, yeah. you either fuck up the joke or they deserve to to be hurt by it.
1: Right. If if I'm fucking with you, then in some way you're someone that's close to me. Because I don't just go pick dudes you're off right. the street. That's the
2: that's to fuck the sign of with. A, a good friend that you can bust on. Each yeah, other.
1: exactly. That's a point. I'll, I'll finish the email. Um, he's in the He's in the bottom quartile when it comes to comedic content to the baller lifestyle pod. <laughs> Jay Stu is a donor to the pod, isn't he? The only thing that makes sense here, that's from Mike in Houston. Well, Jay Stu is so not a donor to the pod that when, we, when he had to pay $399 for the um why can't I ever Roadhouse to watch Roadhouse on Amazon? He asked to be reimbursed. that's how much that's how much of a donor he is
2: um so i appreciate i got a lot of people reaching out to me this week about the boogie nights pod yeah they felt i was bullied they felt like there was i i didn't view it as that i viewed it as like just a lot of fucking around yeah it was a different element chris was bringing a different energy than we
1: have totally
2: and he was he was intentionally, you know how, like, there's different types of humor. There's dry humor. There's class clown humor. So he was he was trying something that's not not what I do. But yeah. I, I was fine with it. I didn't no. I didn't give a shit. Like, yeah. I, I didn't. F- I am a big boy. I, I if I felt like he was really trying to fuck with me, I, I would have struck back. I just found it to be all joking around. No,
1: it was great. it's. Chris is a pro. He's a fucking radio guy. And he knows that Ed is in it, especially when it's a big group like that. So typically my rule is, and I break it all the time, is that we have one guest. If we do a movie or something, it's just Ed me and one other person because it's just too many people talking. Ed is in a fucking different location. We're doing it over the internet. It's difficult. It, Ed's in a difficult position. they
2: definitely harder, harder to record for me, but
1: Right. Fine. You're getting talked over, and, but the thing is, is you just push through it. And Chris was doing a thing where he recognized that and so he would specifically... And also, he doesn't know Ed. He knew everybody else, and so he's he was specifically trying to engage Ed. And I was... As it was happening... I was like, "Mm, is this good? Like, is this working? Like, this is sounds like it's going to be a mess. And then for the first time in a long time, when I edited the show, I listened to the whole thing um, just because I was worried. And I thought it came out like uh, Chris recorded it for us. And so it did come out sounding a little hot. He didn't know. our. We kind of mixed our setup with his setup. Um. But other than that, I thought it for what was happening for four guys that were fucking drinking and one guy that was 3,000 miles away and it's fucking 1130 at night and, uh, you know, there's pizzas being ordered and shit is like happening, going crazy. um, I thought it came out sounding really good. A lot of people, everybody got their shit in. It was funny. Um, It might have gone a little too long. Travis had an idea that. For something like that, have each person bring in their own, do their own scene. Like each person introduce a scene and then the group talks about it. So it's not just Yeah, me. I like that idea. I like that idea too. So we'll probably do that next time. But for what it was, I think it came out sounding really good. I think everybody did a good job, including Jay Stew, who had a couple fucking zingers, yeah. including the whole thing about dicks and stuff. But I noticed that he was, I think he might have even said something towards the end, like, am I going to get fired? You're going to edit out the stuff that I got fired, could get me fired? And I didn't do any of that, but I didn't think he said anything that bad. But also, I don't think he did any promo- self-promotion because usually he'll right. share it on Twitter. And I noticed he, de- I'm pretty sure he didn't do that this time. So, which is fine. I don't want anybody yeah. to get fired. Uh, but thanks for that. Yeah, he's weird. Uh, thanks for that, Mike. Here's another one. Ballers just finished a 15 hour drive through the middle. Oh. of. I mean, that's too far to drive. And, yeah, here's,
2: and there's got to be a flight even for the four kids and a puppy.
1: Of course. it. I mean, that's too. That's first of all, it's that uh, the reason you're driving 15 hours is because it's too expensive for air travel with that many people. What, why are you having that many people? That's too many kids, dude. <laughs> Like, like, that's four college and educations. And a
2: puppy. The, the and
1: p- and the a dog puppy.
2: Somebody to stay with.
1: Insane. Um, just finished a 15-hour drive through the middle of the night with four kids and a puppy. Thanks for keeping me awake with episode 295. Couple things. I really respect Brian and Ed's support for all things feminine minus female flatulence, of course, which then turns them to Sharia law. Absolutely. <laughs> Also, Brian's pronunciation of lasso is unfortunate. As an encore, can you pre please pronounce milk and pillow? No, I say them properly. Do you say that? No, of course not. I'm not from <laughs> Indiana. Milk and pillow.
2: I had a teacher that would pronounce R-O-F as
0: roof, and that. it drove me nuts.
1: What about W-O-L-F? Woof. woof. The, the big yeah. bad woof. Woof. No, I pronounce Get everything it. properly. I don't know what people are going crazy about. Lasso—that's the fucking <laughs> word. L a s s o. Lasso. What's God? Calm down. Uh, that's from Dave in Ranch Santa Margarita. Thanks for that, Dave. Uh, okay. Oh, I don't. I can't play the song because I don't have a program. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a song to bring in so we can talk about. But we sports.
2: still need a specific sports song.
1: I've I've asked. I've put it out there. <laughs>
2: there's, there's so many talented people I out know.
1: there. I've put it out there for so many people. To listen to make a even, song, even
2: if it's a bad version, bad would be better. It would be great because, like Stern, will sometimes have really talented guys like, like Eli. Eli. Yeah. But but then but then little Mikey kind of sucks. sucks. But yeah. ooh, it's good because he sucks.
1: No, it's great. It's hilarious. Yeah, there's uh, there's a there's a big like the guys that do our songs are fucking so good. Right. Both of them. Bill.
2: They don't have time to do it. If Bill or uh, or New York Brad can't do it, just somebody who's really shitty at it do it. Yeah, it'd still be do sports.
1: If you can make a beat on your computer, make a fucking beat, or get it get a karaoke version and write some lyrics and make a song. Here we'll even you Manuel. Yeah, Manuel can do it. Well, easy, easy Ed. (laughs) Maybe maybe Ish could do a song. Uh, Okay, here we go.
2: Well, we'll get that in three years.
1: could have a shower right before bed, or maybe take an Uber and get some load head on my Insta story, don't be boring, on my Instagram, Woo. that's my Insta story song, The Great Rides of Bill, um, I, I like how he said I could have a shower right before bed, which I do. i I love the uber story that was a funny one yeah because so i'm recalling that um he said or i could take an uber and get some roadhead yeah i was taking an uber to pick up my car one time and the uber driver was like it was a friday and he's like so he's an asian guy but i won't do the accent he's like so what are you doing this weekend (laughs) and i go "Uh, i'm not that that, you're gonna do the donger no i'm definitely not doing that but uh, not that it's apropos of anything that he's Asian. I'm just trying to set the f- mood. Sure. Uh, and he's like, what are you doing this weekend? And I go, oh, just uh, nothing really. And he's like, oh, yeah. I go, how about you? This is, this is, I'm the asshole here because I got him talking. And he goes, oh, I might go to this party in L.A. And he goes, uh, it's like a, you know, it's like a sex party. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, there you go. And he's like, would you um, like... What if, uh what if you got invited to a party like that? And I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Not really sure. And then he, I can't remember how he said it, but he's like, if you got in par- invited to a party like that, would you, would you want it to be girls there and guys or just, just guys? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't really go to parties like that. And then he's like, then he was taking me to pick up my car and he's like. You know, I just live, you're, you're getting off at the next exit up here to get your car. I actually live off this exit, the exit right before it. And I'm like, okay, well, just keep going to my exit. Um. Anyway, he was, I think he was like very clumsily propositioning me, which I don't blame him for. You know, I'm not a bad looking guy. I'm, you know, I just take my shot at me. I
2: mean the, uh, the the few times in my life that I felt like I was getting a little heat with a gay guy, it felt great.
1: Um, yeah, I mean that's
2: that's the ultimate
1: compliment. I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't, I've never really been hit on by the gays, but it, and it would be kind of nice, maybe once in a while to just have to rebuff a handsome gay. Sure, you know, hey, I appreciate it. No, that's thank only you.
2: Happened to me like twice, but it yeah, felt still, great. Yeah,
1: that's a lot of times. Uh, okay, Ed, what's what's happening in the world of sports?
2: So remember Trevor Bauer last year? We we kind of uncovered that he was a real turd. That he was fighting with fans on Twitter, maybe, and he, he got somebody blocked. Even I mean, worse, banned or-
1: a couple years ago, I think they were in the World Series when they lost to the Cubs. And he fucking almost missed a start because he, he cut his finger working on one of his homemade drones.
2: Oh, no. Yeah,
1: he's a fucking hobbyist.
2: Well, so he has, so, the backstory, I guess, and this also confuses me. He's got a, a McLaren, like a $300,000 McLaren.
1: Yeah, those are sweet. Which he,
2: which he keeps at the dealership.
1: Can you do that?
2: Apparently that's what he did.
1: You know, that's how, uh, that's how guys... It Guy just
2: feels f- like you don't actually own it.
1: Yeah, it's weird. That's how Guy Fieri's, um, Lamborghini got stolen. Up in Northern California, he kept it, like, stored it, I think, at the dealership, and some fucking guy came in the middle of the night, some kid, and came through the middle of the night, and and Tom Cruise-style Ethan Hunt rappelled from the ceiling and jacked Guy Fieri's Lambo and was driving it around Northern California for, like, months before they caught him. Wow. Yeah, similar situation. What what happened to Trevor so, Bauer? So
2: that so that that McLaren was was at the dealership and a runaway truck tire totaled his $300,000 sports car in oh. a bizarre accident at the dealership. Like a, you know, a, a wheel came off of a truck and just bounced through and destroyed his entire car.
1: Interesting. Like it just came shooting across the way. Now, I assume though that that's that's on their insurance. To deal with,
2: yeah, I, I, you know, even though he seems like a turret, I have a feeling he doesn't pay for any of it, but it's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, it's weird that that happened. Um, Trevor Bauer, UCLA's own Trevor Bauer, uh, breaking news, he's on the Reds now.
2: I think there was, I think they punted him, the Indians punted him because like they had a couple young guys and they knew they weren't going to be able to afford him. And the Reds have, like, sneakily added some some talent.
1: Yeah, they, did they trade him for Puig? Do I recall that? I think they did. Yeah,
2: did they, yeah that might be right.
1: Yeah, they dumped old Puig, the wild horse. Yeah. Uh, well, th- thoughts and prayers to Trevor Bowers, McLaren. So, uh, or McLaren, uh, as I've heard people say. At Go the on.
2: Harvard-Yale football game. Big rivalry that nobody gives a shit about outside of those two schools. I love
1: that kind of shit. Those are the kind of games I like.
2: I do, but... This one, it's like, it's just bad football and it's full The crowds are kind of full of people that you would rather just have inventing your stuff, but you don't actually want to hang out with any of them. I like
1: that the crowd is the size of like a smallish high school game, you know, like a Midwestern, like a smallish Midwestern high school game.
2: But they, they did something pretty cool. They, they got together. I don't know. They agreed before the game, they made a whole arrangement They went onto the field, the both fans together in a climate change protest, and eventually just started chanting, OK, Boomer.
1: That's so good.
2: I love that because, you know, there's been some stuff saying about, oh, you can't say OK, Boomer. These fucking boomers for years, for decades, have loved being called boomers. They loved it. They're the baby boomers, like got home from World War II, all their parents fucked, and now they're taking over the world and now they hate being derided as boomers
1: um it's great they fucked up the planet and everybody knows it although you know who um oh of course you know who he is david Allen greer do you follow him on twitter oh yeah he's pretty funny and he was he's like it's all he's, op- he's like it's all okay boomer until you need a down payment on a house <laughs>
0: That's a great asshole it's, movie. It's,
1: it's so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, it's like, hey, there's important shit happening that these guys fucked up, and they, they should wear some of it, you know? Just yes. say, hey, we fucked up. Now we're going to fix it. For sure. Yeah. Okay, what else?
2: X worlds Strongest Man, and I've said this before. I, I really wish the, wish they brought that back more when you're at a bar. I never see the World's Strongest Man anymore. They used to always be on at bars. Um.
1: I think it's on but, really late at night,
2: right? But remember, like after I guess everything is highlights. But like at n- late at night, you used to switch over to that, and now it's just like Sports Center on that, on like after sporting events. There's never, there's never just seeing Magnus for Magnuson. I used to love that. Me hey, too. Well, uh, X World Strongest Man. Eddie Hall, which is a pretty crummy name for Strongest Man. I
1: know this guy. I know who this guy is, Eddie Hall. He's kind of fat. They're all kind of fat powerlifters. He's kind of fat, but he's fucking strong. I I think think he holds the world record for squatting.
2: Yeah, well, I think he's going to be squatting a little differently and walking a little differently. He nearly bled to death after dropping a weight on his penis.
1: What? (laughs) How, How do you think that went? I'm trying to think. I'm
2: guessing he was he was spotted by your girl at the gym. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't so good at. spot. I mean, it had to, probably has to do with the spotter.
1: Oh. But uh, what kind of. exercise?
2: They said this year alone, he completed the extremely ill-advised feat of lifting a kettlebell with his penis and balls. Shut up. Yeah, and then just weeks later, pushed his leg day in the gym so hard that he lost consciousness and soiled himself. This guy goes all out.
1: Um, I've I've I heard of that a, before.
2: I piled a load of heavy weights on a leg press machine, then heard a loud thud. It had come crashing down, and the weights had landed on my penis. I nearly bled to death.
1: Oh, yeah, because you know how some of these strong dudes that do the leg press—I've never done—I'm a—I— I, I do legs, but I do squats and deadlift. Um, but some guys, they've fucked themselves up so much by squatting that they can't squat anymore. So and I think The Rock is like this that they only do leg press, but they're because they've gotten so strong from squatting that the leg press machine doesn't hold enough weights. So they, put, they fill it up with every fucking 45 in the gym and then they'll like put weights on top of the actual apparatus that you press up and down just like loosely like pile them up to get more weight on there and sometimes they'll even put people on there because they just need more shit more heavy shit so that makes sense some something slipped like a 45 or a kettlebell slipped off the top of the leg press machine and landed on his fucking dick Um, I don't have enough dick. I don't have dick to spare to have fucking blood (laughs) pouring out of my cock. Okay. I don't, I've got, I got all the, I need to keep that pristine.
2: And if you have that kind of injury, that's when you aspire to be the world's weakest man. Never lift another weight.
1: No, you're done. You're done. That's when you do, you become like one of those vegan um, marathon, ultra-marathoners, and you're like, hey, right. that guy was super big and fat six months ago, and then now he's all emaciated and dying because he tries to kill himself every week running a marathon a day.
2: That's such a weird thing, the ultra-marathoners.
1: It's insane. It's crazy.
2: It's just, just the time-consuming nature of it. Yeah. You have no time to do anything.
1: Because you have to you have to run to train. You have to run like a marathon every day, pretty much. Just the get,
2: only thing they must be able to do is catch up on podcasts.
1: Oh, yeah, they had to. But, you know, a lot of them are the. They don't are these, run with shit.
2: They, yeah. they just go silent. Yeah, there's
1: these no headphone maniacs.
2: Uh, I mean, that's so creepy. How about when you're on an airplane and you see somebody just staring off into the distance?
1: Yes. So.
2: I feel like they're plotting a murder.
1: Friend of the show, Claire Wyckoff, who came on OG Dick oh, Run Claire. Running. Yeah. On Instagram. She. I follow her dick running exploits. And I noticed, shit, she doesn't wear any headphones. You, that is crazy. And so me. I go, I message her. I go, hey, what are you? One of these fucking monsters that runs without headphones? And she goes, yeah. She goes, because the dick running takes so much concentration.
2: Too suffering for her art.
1: Yeah. That if I have music or the Baller Lifestyle podcast going at the same time, it's nearly impossible. For me to complete a proper dick, and it is really quite artistic what she does with the dick running, so that that one I suppose i could I could understand
2: um I mean I respect the hell out of that
1: um yeah, absolutely me too
2: but most people aren't doing anything but running,
1: yeah, and I've seen those monsters out there running with no headphones. Non-sports non-sports, 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 non-sports I'm telling you about this
0: segment, segment now
1: Non-sports, 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 non-sports segment oh. Ed, what's happening in the world of non-sports?
2: Um, Man killed by his own booby trap on Thanksgiving So we have a modern day one-eyed willy
1: So uh let me guess he was he's one of these guys that he's um has like some doubloons squirreled away in his residence and just to just to keep him safe he put like trip wires out and with like um with like those um like tied like cages tied of like um wood like uh, logs, so it would like trap, like a, um, like a, like a beaver trap or something. Is that, is that w- the setup he had?
2: Yeah. Well, his front door was rigged with a device designed to fire a handgun should anyone attempt to enter the door. So he's like, "Oh wait, I forgot something outside." And I went back in and, and fucking blasted him. Now his oh. his age is exactly the age I guessed. Okay, hold on. So you got to think. Yeah. If you're too old. Yeah. You're just not moving around so much that you would get into a booby trap. But if you're too young, you're not as forgetful enough.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say this guy was like 71.
2: Close, 65.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. But he's right in that ballpark. Now, the state is not my first few guesses, but it is not a surprising guess. It is not a surprising oh, destination.
1: So I saw a man killed, and for some, re- some reason I thought it was Maine I just had. It was Maine. Oh, it was? Oh, I must have seen that. Van, I think I must have Van seen Buren, it. Van Buren, Maine. Yeah.
2: Right? Like, it's not a surprising no. location. You would guess Florida first or whatever, but Maine is kind of territory you would expect that kind of stuff.
1: Maine is pretty backwoods y. Like, you don't think uh, of it because it's way up there in the corner and no one's ever been there and it's probably not real. But there's a lot yeah, of. I'm going
2: like, to go for the first time that next summer,
1: I think. Oh, really? Yeah. The, there's a lot of like. It's very beautiful, but there's a lot of like trappers, and I used to have it at an old job of mine. Maine was part of my territory, and I w- there's like a lot of like French, like yeah, descendants of like trappers right. and like That's
2: like the old days of like Pontiac and those guys. Yeah,
1: exactly. So uh, it's yeah, it's like uh, what's that movie where um, Leonardo DiCaprio gets fucked by the bear, The Revenant. <sighs> It's like Love that. that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie.
2: Um, yeah. This is uh, uh, Pete Townsend. Yeah. Famous Who guitarist.
1: Shares a birthday with your co-host, Brian Beckner. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Well, he, he said he he pretty much said he was glad uh, that uh, Keith Moon and John Entwistle were dead because they were too hard to play music with. Uh,
1: he's a real prick.
2: You know, I I, the thing that I've gotten over the years, mostly it's been from Howard Stern interviews. Yeah, I think he's just bitter. He was never the front man. Yeah, he was.
1: He's famous. He's
2: famous, but Daltrey was the front man. So they, Pete Townsend, couldn't sing that same way.
1: He yeah, but the thing is, Pete Townsend can sing, but he can't sing like Roger Daltrey. He's
2: he's not a front
1: man, right? And kind uh, of a boring front man. Yeah, and he writes all the songs, so he like wants all the credit. Um, and they were there's the story goes that they were just about they used to be called something else, and then they changed their name to the Who, and they were like nothing was really happening, like they were playing the the pub scene or whatever, and they were just about to fire Roger Daltrey, like Pete's like I'm fucking over this. pretty boy like let's get rid of him and then i think it was my generation hit and fucking blew up and they became fucking instant megastars and then they're like he's like fuck we can't fire him but yeah i think that's the thing he's like i don't get enough credit because i'm doing all of this but the thing is is that keith moon and john entwistle are were fucking virtuosos. They both of them, in their own right, were just fucking singular musicians. Like it's not an accident that those guys uh, were in that band because they were so good. Fuck Pete uh, Tonson, yeah. who happens yeah, to yeah. have the yeah. same. Fuck him. Page. He's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. What else?
2: White woman calls pa- cops on black UPS worker because he looks suspicious. Now, uh, I'd like you to guess what he was wearing to be so suspicious
1: um clown costume yeah
2: close hold on
1: hold on hold on oh my next guest is going to be ninja suit
2: (laughs) i mean what what is the guy supposed to do
1: he's wearing
2: a ups uniform that's
1: his actual uniform this literally there's no one less suspicious than (laughs) the ups guy
2: it's, it's what they're 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 out there doing. You're the only person fully advertising what they're doing. You
1: t- you totally expect anytime you see a UPS guy, you're like, oh, that's not surprising because they're everywhere delivering shit. Like you would expect. You don't to have see
2: undercover UPS. I mean, most cops you you see them dressed as a cop, but sometimes they're undercover UPS. They're not undercover. He he was dressed like a UPS guy. They're pretty on brand with that stuff.
1: Yeah. Um. I. Spoiler alert, breaking news. I for many years worked for UPS. I don't think I've ever said that on the show before.
2: Did you deliver?
1: No, I was in management. And uh but it all it was right around the time I think I had was still working there or had just left when they came out with that fucking genius advertising campaign, what can brown do for you? Oh. And the thing is is the, primarily brown is associated as being the color of excrement. So it's like, you don't really, I, yeah, I know they picked that, you know, they started, the company started in like 1900. So they used to fucking deliver like in carriages and shit. Um, so I get why they're Brown because the truck started out as Brown and like, I get it, but it, it is kind of, a, was kind of a weird thing to promote and be associated with.
2: That's yeah.
1: And I, but I never got, you know, accused of being a criminal. <laughs>
2: I wonder why. What's the difference
1: between you and I? I don't know. It's one just glaring difference, I imagine.
2: Um, inmate post picture of himself eating Popeye's chicken sandwich in jail. That's that's pretty amazing.
1: Uh, yeah. This they get shit smuggled in there. And we've said this before in the show. The difference between a convict and the dudes that guard the convicts is a fucking minuscule Reese. difference. Reese. Like it's this kind of the same dudes that took slightly different paths. So yeah, I mean it's like these guys in jail seem to be living pretty well these days. They got phones. They're making I mean, TikToks. There's,
2: there's some downside to being in jail.
1: I mean, yeah, being locked in a room with the guy could be kind of a bummer. You know, it's – no one gets their – doesn't seem like anybody gets their own cell anymore unless you're one of those dudes that's locked in there 24-7s. Hmm.
2: Um. So, you know, some people have their issues with Jeff Bezos. But, you know, you got to give the guy some credit because after some pressure, he decided to pull – Auschwitz themed Christmas ornaments from his site. Well he's a hero. My
1: God. What a guy. The
2: guys always thinking of the the little
1: man. Monica. Um who's what's the market for Auschwitz themed Christmas regalia?
2: Um I I have a feeling that the market has increased in the last two and a half years, three years.
1: Right. right. Um, interesting. And what, are there any pictures? Like I can only imagine.
2: I mean, they they honestly, I, I just read the description. They said like there were pictures of the barbed wire and the towers oh and like God. the entrance, like the, <laughs> you should just round up anyone who's got those ornaments. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a tell. It's like, uh, it's like when they send, uh, they tell, um, they send all the child support. The guys that owe back child support? Deadbeat dads? I couldn't think of that term. Fuck. The deadbeat dads where they send them all a a letter and they're like, hey, um, free Aussie tickets. Just show up to this parking lot right next to the police station and we'll Mm -hmm. give you tickets to OzFest.
2: There was a great 30 for 30 short about they did this back when the Redskins were like winning Super Bowls in the eighties. They gave out free season tickets to a whole bunch of convicts and they got all these guys in like a a Marriott uh you know conference room and then just the cops swarm in and arrested like two hundred people at once.
1: Yeah, I remember that. That is it's pretty good. Um similarly if you buy an Auschwitz themed Christmas ornament, you should, first it should come pre-installed with my sterilization laser that I've invented. <laughs> Number one, you open that up and zip. all the well, sudden congrats
2: to Bezos for doing what yeah. was right. Cause I know yeah. that's what he cares about. Yeah. What's the no, right no,
1: he's thing. a good guy. He's a good guy.
2: Uh, man used five foot narwhal tusk to confront the London bridge terror suspect.
1: Um, as you do, as one does, who doesn't,
2: where do you get access to that?
1: Have on their person, a narwhal tusk. And also, what's up with that tusk being a tooth? Have we figured that out? That's one long-ass tooth.
2: That's a tooth.
1: Yeah, I think so.
2: I mean, how does he—how do they keep that—you know how, like, yes, they're not eating the sugars that we eat, but they're mammals, right? (laughs) Narwhals are in the whale family. How does he keep that thing clean?
1: Oh, I don't think it matters because it's not—it's outside of his body. I, I mean, you would how do they think keep
2: there would be some plaque on that thing? do
1: you think they do that thing where they like swim down to the bottom and they get like a bunch of rocks in their mouth and like kind of like swish the rocks around to knock knock the shit out of their teeth and gums?
2: I gotta think because they're they're mammals on some level they're kinda doing what we're doing
1: yeah, same except they don't they don't floss, and I think part of the issue might be the opposable thumbs. Mm. Situation with the flossing. Um but whales are a trip and a and a narwhal tusk would fuck you up. Like if you more people should Although carry. It's got
2: to be heavy as fuck. One guy can hold a 5 foot
1: tusk? No, cuz it's thin. It's like a sword.
2: But it's like a lance. Like <laughs> did he charge at the guy like a like an old school lance? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Lance? I mean could, yeah, he could well, I wonder if he had um studied lamar's special limp-wristed throwing technique (laughs) from the extremely problematic
2: very problem now when we watched that
1: for the (laughs) show there were
2: so many moments they're like what well
1: so for those of you don't know we reviewed it we reviewed along with friend of the show sean pendergast we reviewed the revenge of the nerds on the show and it was it's uh perfect movie for review because it is so problematic but when you go to watch it it's nearly impossible to find it is not on any streaming service it's not on in hbo go it's nowhere that you can find it except if you find a bootleg like recorded with somebody's super 8 camera facing a tv version on youtube which is how i watched it i think you have a dvd
2: no when i went on to amazon just looking on prime or whatever i couldn't find it and i found for 3.99 it was like one of those combo dvds where it was that weekended bernie's and porky's and i figured we can do two of these porky's were never doing that movie
1: right it's not a good movie
2: it's not good at all yeah. and like not enough funny way it's just shitty. but I had a feeling we would do weekend at Bernie's when we decided on Revenge of the Nerds so I just went with
1: it um, yeah it's so I
2: own that movie. I don't plan on watching it ever again.
1: It's extremely problematic. I think Sean Pendergast stopped counting around 14 felonies that he noted while <laughs> the watching end it. It's
2: crazy though.
1: Are you are you t- you're talking about the rape and the right. moon bounce, yeah. Um, the the panty raid, the panty raid no, that was, sequence. That no, wasn't getting there. That was extremely problematic. Um, and yeah, if you get a chance, check out our podcast on that. I'm not sure which one it is.
2: Um, and I one other thing about that London Bridge terror thing i read an article where they were saying these are the heroes that fought back because you know the guy didn't have a gun so people who had other weapons could fight back yeah um one of the people who repelled the terrorist was a murderer like an ex-murderer and so the father of the girl he killed 10 years ago was like hey do not make this guy out to be a hero he killed my daughter
1: yeah so that
2: was a pretty ugly situation. Yeah.
1: Very awful. Other than the Um, narwhal tusk, which was amazing.
2: I I got something way uglier than terror. Papa John. Yeah. He gave an interview with vice. I'm not positive, but he gave an interview and he said he ate 40 pizzas last month and he promises, promises an ominous day of reckoning.
1: I mean, he's, he's a pizza magnate. And also, 40 pizzas in a month.
2: That's insane.
1: I probably eat four pizzas a year. This guy's having 40 in a month. And I'm really get annoyed that because I love pizza, but I have fat person genetics. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. So it's like I would love to eat pizza. Uh, maybe that's why i crave it and 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 uh, admire people eating it so much but i can but never think
2: you love 40 in a month no that's Wait, too who much loves anything that much no. i love pizza
1: yeah that's too much
2: sake i love you know there's no way i would want 40 of anything in a month
1: no there's only 30 days in a month 31 <laughs> maybe that means that means 10 days of the month he ate multiple pies. And he, was
2: t- and he was talking about like the declining um, quality of Papa John's pizzas, which means of those 40, he was eating multiple Papa John's pizzas.
1: Yeah, that's the worst. Well, one of the worst.
2: I mean, what are pizzas. you doing, buddy? Yeah, you're out. They bounced you. So the one thing you, you have can to do is stop pretending to care about Papa John's pizza.
1: Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine has a friend who was in Papa John's early or early um inner circle and oh, he claims paid? yeah and he claims that shit is nuts like extremely nuts like he has a bunker in his house and the whole deal he's like yeah, a, well, he's like if a he's prepper. admitting to
2: having 40 pizzas in a month yeah you know there's a lot crazier shit he's holding back yeah.
1: and also he's fired by the company and he's still wearing the shirt
2: yeah, because he, he, I mean, he's been rocking the same look.
1: He's really tied to that look. And maybe because he's so red from Jameson Iris Whiskey, I assume, that he's, yeah. he wears the red shirt to just keep it like a uniform so he doesn't clash. Right, if he
2: wears a white shirt, you're going to be yeah. like, holy so shit, red. what's up with this face?
1: So red. But it's weird that, like, I mean, you know. But when he
2: I, dresses like the delivery guys. like, yeah. He, yeah.
1: He's got the logo shirt on. I mean, old guys, boomers, they love wearing logo gear Mate, anywhere. They love logos. Yeah, Go they do. any golf club house. Love it. They love it. But, like, I worked at Sioux Plantation when I was 16, and you, don't, you won't catch me wearing the apron around. I'm no longer employed there. I worked at Ace Hardware. Do you see me running around in a red vest? No, you don't papa john uh, could take a take a lesson from me
2: um and then finally this story has bounced around a little bit and i still cannot figure out what's happening doctor sucks urine from elderly man in midair emergency on flight you, is there a doctor on board uh well it depends on what you need me to do
1: <laughs> exactly or I mean, or a doctor in the
2: sense like you need somebody to yeah, help out with the heimlich maneuver like what, what do you want the doctor to do here
1: or do you think the guy was like uh flight attendant i am in tremendous pain can you see if there's a doctor on board it's my head i have the worst headache i don't want to make sure nothing's wrong with me and the doctor ran over and he's like okay get your dick out and the the guy's (laughs) like no you don't understand it's my it's my head and he's like listen to me I'm a doctor take your dick out of your pants right now we have we don't have time
2: we will not make it across the Atlantic unless you get your Peter
1: out I mean just let me die let me die in peace horrible Ed joining us now. It's our very own pop culture correspondent. She joins us each and every week here, of course. I'm talking about fancy sauce. How are you, fancy? What's up, guys? Hey, thank hi, you for us. hey yes, Ed. Good to have you as always. Um, let's, What's cracking? Let's check in with a quick email. Okay. Here. Um, email. I've lived in my current building for five years. We have a lot of weird neighbors, but none more so than the couple that sends us unsolicited gifts. Uh oh. I once watched their son for less than 30 seconds as the mom ran to her apartment to get something she forgot, and this garnered us a thank you card from their then two-year-old son slipped under our door in the wee hours of that night. I went to take our dog out at 11 p.m. about two weeks after my son's first birthday and found a nice gift bag from our neighbors wishing our son happy birthday? I'm a little confounded by how to handle this. We live in a 13-unit building, so I have to see and interact with these people fairly often. So feel compelled to send a thank you note. At the same time, their gifts are garbage, and I hate feeling guilty that I A don't give a shit about them. B it bothers me that they know my dog's name and he plays a role in their son's life. Hmm. If he sees her, he acts as if they're long lost buds. (laughs) C, it's just fucking odd to me. I've literally told the husband to fuck off in a board meeting. So I feel like I've made it clear. We aren't compatible as humans. (laughs) What do I do here? I want it to stop. Is there a way to end it without making every interaction odd? If not, is there a way to get better gifts? <laughs> Kate McManus, do you have thoughts? What do you think about the this this type of neighbor interaction?
0: Uh, I think you have to move.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know. That's so creepy and weird. It's
1: so creepy. I feel like you could be like more douchey to them. Like be more I, of a dick. I Think so. Yeah. I think you too nice. I
2: mean, listen. The interaction is weird if you make it feel weird. But, like, if you're just kind of more standoffish, you know, less uh, polite with them, they're either going to get the point or, or not. But, like, if it's awkward, it's because you're feeling awkward about it. Just, you got to stop giving a shit about them.
0: Yeah. Also, maybe email them like a gift, like an Amazon wish gift wish what is that called wish list yeah
1: like like all the uh, like all the instagram hookers have where it's like click on my and it's like i need these thigh high boots i need victoria's secret gift cards Mm. and like um balenciaga bags yeah my mom for my my kids my mom if if we don't
2: exactly tell her what to get She'll spend way too much on something my kids yeah. don't give yeah. a shit
1: about, yeah. and it bothers me. Yep, mm-hmm.
2: yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a problem.
1: You got to tell them the exact thing, or they will fuck. It gotta up. Got to be that, super that
0: specific.
2: Unit yeah. building. Yeah, that's a problem. I I was in an eight unit building for like five six years, and that was so, so many more problems than my current building, which is a hundred units. Yeah. Hundred units, you're just like anonymous. But when it's that medium
1: small amount, you are very intertwined with with their lives. You know each other.
2: It's a problem. <sighs> and I would uh, I would just keep moving along when their their crummy son wants to get named an your dogs grill. Just keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just hey, just keep on moving. Go. All yeah. right, cool. Don't let them All know right, any you. any birthdays or anything. I live in a neighborhood where. It's, I mean, we're behind gates here, It's, but it's not like a rich neighborhood. Um, and I don't know one person's name. I don't know. I couldn't, like, I'm like, oh, that guy over there. Or, But if somebody was like, hey, which one of your neighbors is Steve? I'd be like, fuck if I know. And also, I'm not sure if I should say this, but this, somebody new moved in to the garage across from our garage. And he walked by me and I didn't realize that he was new but he walked by me and by walked by me I mean his shoulder was probably like 18 inches from my shoulder I was getting out of my car and he I don't know where he came from but he was walking up the street and he had like a blue like uh uh, tradesman's uniform on. I thought he was with the gas company, but then I saw he's carrying like his lunchbox. I'd never seen the guy before. And he walked, he came, comes walking up the street and he was almost walking towards me. So as he got closer, I looked right directly at his face from about three feet away and I said, Hey, how's it going? And he fucking just looked right past me did not fucking say a word to me, did not acknowledge that I'd just spoken to him and continued walking right past me into Speak his house. Yeah, and then, but it's also kind of weird because I saw him again today and I'm not, this is not to shame anybody, but he's he's real, he wears this workman's uniform and he's got like the shirt tucked in real tight. Like he's real, um, he's real put together like his outfit. And today he came walking by me again with his lunchbox. And I realized, and this is, there's no shame intended, but it does make it kind of scarier. He's got a big birthmark that goes like all the way on one side of his face and down his neck. And it's, again, fine, no big deal. I mean, probably laserable, but not a big deal. But the whole, but you put the whole package together with him not speaking to me and ignoring me. And then also, wearing this workman's uniform, this fucking guy's a serial killer. It's, there's a 100% chance.
2: <laughs> so you gotta be careful, but I do like that he he's all business. He does not want to make nice.
1: Didn't even say hello. I think there might be a language. He's a white guy. But I think there might be a language...
2: That's weird, I don't know any dickhead white guys
1: <laughs> That is kind of rare, that is kind of rare uh, Okay All I, All I
0: need Is
1: Takashi 69, 69 Jungle rose And the beat Is right. Korean hop. Okay. Kate, what is happening in the world of pop culture? What is going on in fancy pop?
0: Let me tell you. Okay. Well, I know you guys love a Me Too story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it when people get Me Tooed. As long as it's not me. This is an update.
0: This is an update to a story we've heard. Les Moonves, a former head of CBS Mm. Network, was fired.
1: Short for Leslie. Do you think because he has a girl's name, he has to overcompensate? No. Okay.
0: I feel like Leslie was like a name of his it time, kind of like Brian is a name of your time. Or Marilyn, right? Okay. So, according to a new network investigation, Les Moonves received oral sex from multiple CBS employees and I mean, even had one at his beck and call for years. What this investigation could end up causing him, costing him—sorry, his severance package of $120 dollars.
1: That's like some succession so, shit. Like he was the yeah, most yeah, powerful what, man in what media. What
0: job? What
2: is their job re- like are do you, are they in the marketing department, but really they're
0: just prostitutes so or is it like here's what, what, what it is says on there?
1: yeah, that is weird.
0: it says that Moonves received oral sex from at least four c b s employees under circumstances that sound transactional and improper. The clear insinuation being that he gave women acting roles or other network jobs in exchange for sex
1: um hey. I work there? Quid pro quo, yeah.
2: Julie, Julie Chen's like, hey, fuck it, I've got Big Brother money. Well, yeah.
0: according to this report, that his 2004 marriage to Julie Chen was a bright line after which the misconduct appears to have stopped. Oh,
1: interesting. So, right, um, he just got better at hiding yeah, it because she worked there.
0: According to the report, Moonves destroyed evidence and misled investigators who spoke four times. They found him evasive and untruthful. Yep. and To have deliberately lied about and minimized the extent of his sexual misconduct. Yep. So things aren't looking good. I mean, he might have to um, forfeit that severance package. Now,
2: yeah. It is an insane amount of money he it may is. have to forfeit, but yeah. I got to think he is sitting on the pile of piles of money already.
0: No, I think he
1: was making like a hundred million a year.
0: Right. So it's it a crazy amount of money. Yeah.
1: He's rich,
2: but I mean, he, unless he's doing Brewster's million shit, like yeah. he, he's he got to have a ton of money. Oh,
1: he's yeah. He's, he's well stocked. I think he's rich as fuck. This is like some succession shit and I'm here for it. It's good.
0: Yeah. I'm I want more details the, about yeah. those employees though. I want, I'm yeah. looking forward to the Netflix movie.
1: Yeah. I think it's like, you have a job, you work there already, but you're like not, You're not moving up. You're not going to be a vice president anytime soon. And if the
0: head of the network looks at you the right way, you're like, okay.
1: Yeah. And then all of a sudden. What, I just got to suck
0: your dick. What
2: what kind of money, what kind of money do you think is in it for them to be worthwhile to be a prostitute?
1: Well, it's just, you move up a little bit. Take for instance, Joan. Everyone
2: knows. So that's a weird dynamic. I feel like there's a lot
0: of people that just don't give a shit.
1: Joan on Mad Men. Joan Christina
0: yeah. Hendricks.
1: Yeah, I can't remember her last her character's last name. She was like a secretary. And yeah, she was running the secretary. She was basically like the office manager. And right. they're like, hey, we want this fucking Jaguar account. And the guy from Jaguar wants to fuck, and you got some big tits. How about you go out with this fucking Jaguar guy and like
2: John Jonah Holloway?
1: Holloway. And it would like help if you fucked him. And also. If we land this account and you land this account in any way possible, you're going to be a fucking partner here. You're going to own a quarter of all of this shit. So it's like, hey, that's a pretty fucking I think fair that trade. Sex
0: can be transactional. Yeah. And fine. If Fuckin everybody
1: is into it.
0: Yes. Yeah, on yeah. board and. Yep. Okay. Suck less
1: moon vans. How many people
2: are just into blowing less moon vests? Nobody. Nobody. You're just a straight up prostitute. And I got to think it was an awkward relationship with your coworkers. Um, like it couldn't have been a pleasant day to day. So the uh, bright side of your of your day is blowing less moonves, and the rest of the time everybody hates you and know you don't deserve the job you've yeah, got. Yeah,
0: but you probably don't. You can. No, do I think it, it was probably on the, the DL. If, like yeah. the blowjob. If I
2: heard the money, no, everyone knows. Uh, everyone yeah. knows who's fucking in the office. I mean, everyone they
1: think does. they might not know for sure, but they might think they know. They have a pretty
2: good idea. Yeah,
1: yeah. But the thing is, it's like you do whatever the fuck you want. You're like, yeah, I fucking make six hundred grand. I know of a local situation like this where and this the 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 woman in the situation is miserable extremely unhappy but she's uh you know that she has this sort of transactional arrangement where she's like big time at a company and literally her only job is that she's the mistress of the CEO and she makes like i don't know 600 grand or something it's a lot it's worth it. Kate, what else? i never heard that story. Yeah, I'll tell you about it after the show.
0: In a rare interview with Bill Cosby from prison, mm. Cosby maintains that he did nothing wrong and that he will not apologize for his crimes when his parole comes up, even though it could potentially lead to his early release. He c- quoted, when I come up for parole, they're not going to hear me say that I have remorse. I was there. I don't really care what a group of People came along to talk about this that weren't there. They don't know.
1: He sounds funny. well. Hey, he's sticking to his guns. A a drink. <laughs> I'm over here with the moles and the cataracts in the prison. I would like <laughs> to overcome these skin tacks.
0: He says um, he's been railroaded. I did, the did nothing rapes. wrong. Referred to the trial as a setup.
2: Yeah. Took the bill and the drink and the sleep sleeping, that fuck their feet. They liked it.
1: Uh what what else, Kate?
0: Um Oh, well, this might be my favorite story. Have you guys heard about this new wellness trend of sunning your asshole? Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> Was it? Per, perineum? How yep. did you hear about it? Perineum.
1: Uh, it's perineum. It's just like a
2: meme Twitter It was a Twitter. Yeah, I saw, Twitter like, people started like I th- riffing on a story.
1: Yeah, I think it was in the New York Post.
2: Yeah.
0: So actor James Brolin.
1: Josh Brolin.
0: Sorry, Josh Brolin. Son of
1: James, son of James, James. Brolin. appears to have handsome. gotten
0: the idea about sunning your butthole. Yeah. Perineum. From someone named... Metaphysical Megan, a self-described healer, teacher, and embodied mermaid, In. who recently told her nearly well, thirty thousand 000-
1: embodied, <laughs> embodied, mer-
0: embodied mermaid, yeah, yeah, who recently told her nearly thirty thousand Instagram followers that exposing your butthole to UV radiation is good, what? actually, because it is derived from an ancient Taoist practice that strengthens one's organs, increases their creativity, regulates their circadian rhythm and improves their libido, among many other positive results. i I'm,
1: I'm sure there's some good science behind it.
0: Um, but apparently she's not the first person to claim that this is good for you. Roland posted an Instagram um recently that said, tried this perennium sunning thing that I've been hearing about and my suggestion is, all caps, do not do it as long as I did. My pucker hole is crazy burned and I was going to spend the day shopping with my family. Instead, I'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. I don't know who the fuck thought of this stupid shit, but fuck you nonetheless.
1: He's joking though, right? Like no one would actually do that. It's That's very tender skin. You ever like, Ed, and I know I know you're like me, you like to get out and um, sunbake, you get out there oh, in the sun, you lay your body out there. Nothing I
2: like more than to just lay in the sun.
1: Yeah, so sometimes I'll do that and I'll have like my, I'll have my shorter than usual shorts on so a lot of that like white um, skin on my quads is exposed and it doesn't take very much for the sun to hit those those rarely exposed areas and do some straight up. Damage. So imagine, I imagine most people's asshole does not often. never seen the sun. Not yeah, once. it's never exposed to the sun. Imagine just taking that out there and spreading it apart and putting it in the sun for.
0: With no sunscreen.
1: Right. For like 20 minutes or half an hour or 45 minutes. I mean, you could really, you could, you could blister it up.
2: Do you ever think like while he's doing that, James and Streisand and. Knock on the front door. He's not there. Like, all right, let's go around back. Maybe he's out there. Mm -hmm. And then you just see a guy sunning his (laughs)
1: butthole. Very, very awkward. Babs and her cloned dogs come cruising around. The dogs (laughs) start sniffing around. Uh, Amazing. Uh, What else, Kate?
0: Um, I don't know if you guys saw this Kid Rock video where he's wasted and blasting um, talk show hosts like Oprah. Apparently. I heard about it. Oprah was on the air. He said, fuck Oprah and other stuff. I think Um, she might do occasional stuff now. He had to be like taken off stage because he was like so wasted. Yeah. Anyway, he has since um, tweeted an explanation saying that his rage towards Oprah started when he almost went on her show until her producers asked him to write down five reasons why he loved her. He said, fuck that and fuck her. End of story. Never went on her show. It's holding a lot of um, yeah. animus Real, Real her.
2: principled man.
1: Well, yeah. I don't know. Hold on. Because Kid Rock, he's a real piece of shit. And, and he's,
0: you know, incidentally, s- as a big Trump supporter. So untalented.
1: But beyond that.
0: I don't. I don't.
2: I, don't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was true, though.
0: I'm well, sure it a is video, true. There's a video. That's my point. So,
1: no, he's talking about the Oprah's demands oh, part.
0: And Well, it's his producer. Her uh, producer, rather. Well, let me see. I don't know. <laughs> Vampire sneeze. Yes.
1: Um, but what I was going to say is Oprah is one of the fucking biggest narcissists on the planet.
2: She has a magazine dedicated to herself with herself on the cover every week. Every. Photoshop heavily. Yes. Airbrushed heavily. Yes.
1: Oh, magazine.
0: You can do that when you're that rich.
1: Yes. And she's so rich. And she's so into herself, like holier than thou. This is I'm no Kid Rock fan, but also Oprah. Fuck Oprah. Fuck Oprah. But it is, hard.
2: But but uh, agreed. But what I was saying earlier, what what is current about Oprah? She's just like somebody who's famous for yeah. being Oprah, but like yeah. nobody talks about Oprah in a, in a current sense. She's just. Hey, she's the famous rich person.
1: Yeah. Is she going to run for president?
2: Oh, that would be great. I'm yeah. shocked
0: that she has. It. I know.
1: It's kind of, it is kind of shocking. And also, what happened to Stedman?
0: They're still together.
1: They are? You know yeah. what? I've never seen old I, I Stedman. i respect
2: he's just laying real low. He's like, this gravy train.
0: He it's just plays, probably plays Keep golf along. in Montecito. Yeah.
1: They're out in Montecito and fucking That's $100 the million wildlife. estate. Mm-hmm. He climbs, climbs. You wouldn't or see me Montecito. much either if I uh,
0: lived yeah. in Montecito he, in a in that right. state. And
1: he he climbs on Oprah. What like she's in her sixties, so not that often. Probably, probably like once every couple probably weeks. Not much is asked of him. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a good gig being old Steadman. Uh, what else, Kate?
0: Question: Would you guys go and see an un- a musical fable about the life of Michael Jackson as told by his glove?
1: Yes, I was super uh, bummed uh, that they uh, shit they made yes. they made that movie Produced where by... where Joseph Fiennes played Michael Jackson and it never got released. What? Yeah, there's a movie with about Michael Jackson. This
2: is like the Jerry, Lew- Jerry Lewis clown movie?
1: Yes, starring Joseph Fiennes that was like aired one time in England or something and they shit canned it. Look it up. Look at just Google Joseph wow. Fiennes Michael Jackson. Um yeah, I would watch that.
0: Produced by none other than friend of the podcast Johnny
1: Depp what John Depp so I don't know why they keep, why do they keep saying this Johnny Depp does lots of cocaine I don't understand why like what's the what's the where's the evidence for that because just well oh uh, oh Johnny Depp joins uh, us now say, johnny
2: uh this this is no ordinary musical this is
0: uh sure isn't this is
2: one near and dear to my heart it is uh told. By the gloves perspective.
0: And, um, Johnny, how are you planning on tackling Jackson's child sexual abuse allegations?
1: Whoa, whoa. I I don't think the gloves saw any of that.
2: Here's the thing. When you're a glove, (laughs) you're inspired by greatness of others. Uh, I take my strength from uh, the uh, famous Huguenot John Calvin and uh, the Edict of Fontainebleau.
0: Um, oh, Fontainebleau and also right. uh,
2: Latoya and Germaine play a big role in my upbringing.
1: Interesting. You're <laughs> you're big, big fan. Johnny, of
0: can you comment on this quote that everything MJ has been accused of has actually been caused by his glove, which is actually an alien from outer space? And feeds on virgin boy blood.
1: Oh
2: yes. it's it's kind of like those horror movies where uh, you get a transplant of a serial killer's liver and you turn into uh, a serial killer. Right.
1: Yes, I that. like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. So it's you know what it's kind of similar to Lawnmower Man starring Jeff Fahey.
2: Exactly. Is uh, will Jeff Fahey be for, featured? Uh, we, we will. We will pay an homage to him. <laughs> To borrow, to borrow one of my favorite languages, um, but I, w- I will say uh, there was a there was a eighteen month stretch. Uh, I was I was doing a lot of uh, late night activities with Harry Aoki, and uh, I I was unable to finish unless I watched the entire black or white video for Michael Jackson. So I, I knew it was bound to happen I one day. Rel- make this movie. I can
0: relate to that. Are you are you
1: are you admitting to having aid? homosexual tryst with your co-star from 21 jump street
2: well harry harry usually was on the business end of the spit row so i was uh
1: <laughs> oh you you I'm guys did attack him also do you, you realize that that's his character's name not the actual actor dustin yes. Wayne? Yeah. yes
2: but i I struggle pronouncing uh Vietnamese names uh because you know their french influence i I like to think better of my huguenot uh upbringing um fellow uh fellow uh actor um Joan Crawford was also a descendant of uh Huguenot as
1: was Henry David Thoreau. Oh, thank you. Know oh no, I didn't I didn't. <laughs> thank well, thank you for that, Donnie, Johnny. Donnie, Fantastic. and just
0: lastly, do you feel um there's a little heat, a little competition for the love of glove is not the only project about the King of Pop that's currently in the development. Apparently, there's an un, an authorized musical MJ that's due to hit Broadway next year, which is I'm shocked. Yeah. And something uh, and I will, Bohemian Rhapsody producers yeah. <laughs> Are working on another one.
1: (laughs) Fascinating. Wow.
2: I I learned a a key lesson on the set of In the Nick of Time. Um, When I'm under the gun, I really know how to overact and also defeat the bad guy. So I will win this battle.
1: Is that the one where you're in a phone booth? Oh, no. You have like a, they're going to kill your daughter.
2: I believe I was in an arena of some sort. Right. And they're going to kill my daughter. And in this case, the daughter will be my glove, Michael Jackson. Oh,
1: fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, Okay. Thank you for that, Johnny Depp. Kate McManus. That's it. Anything else? That's it for the week? Wrapping it up. Hey, hold on. I got this thing, and I just, because I just want to see with the new board if I can play. It's got Bluetooth, and I can play from my phone. Ed, have you seen this video? That's like, did you see? So last night, Monday Night Football, pretty good game. The Seattle Seahawks defeated the Minnesota Vikings, but during the game, Ed Russell Wilson was mic'd up. Oh and, no! And you remember? No, I didn't see any of this. You remember when he? Um, remember when he proposed to his uh, Yeah, one time, it in. a time. Yeah, it was very beautiful, by the way. Um, he. It was determined that he Googled like things you write in a love note and then he oh, like made oh. then he like made a tweet and people are like, This is weird So they took his tweet and they put it into Google and they realized that he just Googled like stuff you write. <laughs> well, they had him mic'd up last night, Ed, and he was he was doing shit that was like all stuff that he like maybe heard on Friday night lights, but he knew like he-
2: from movies. Yeah,
1: listen, listen to this shit. And here's the thing about Russell Wilson. He's so hateable. But also, he's pretty good football player, which oh,
2: he's, he's very good. Yeah. He's just not authentic. In he's any so way.
1: inauthentic and fake and he's so weird. But listen to this. There's it's like a super cut of all the stuff he was saying to his teammates while he was miked up last night, played th- through the Bluetooth on our new board.
3: Clear mind, clear eyes. Let's go to work, man. One play at a time, locked in. Let's go do this thing together. Whatever it takes. Great language. Unwavering. Unwavering language, unwavering belief. Let's go to work, man. One play at a time. One play at a time. Let's go. Here we go. No fear. No fear, baby. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. We're going to answer right here for you, fellas. We're going to answer right here for you. We're going to answer right here for you. Let's go to work. Hey! Hello, baby, Chris. Hello, baby. Good job, Chris.
1: No, I'm getting Beautiful. texts.
3: Beautiful. Big time. Big time. That's the way to run that rock. That's the way to run that rock. Baby. That's the way to go. run that rock. 30 minutes of great football right here. Let's go get it. Why not? Why not? 30 minutes of great football. Let's get it done. Just just down 7-0.
1: You know this guy's teammates have to hate his guts, right?
2: It's one of those things that he's the necessary evil right now because he is keeping them going. Like, he's, he's a very good quarterback. He's elusive and all that. But the minute... His play slips, yeah. you'll see him out of the league kind of
1: thing. Oh, yeah. He's too fucking annoying. Hold on, I'll play a little more.
3: Hey, hey, hey let's go get a touchdown this drive. We're going to need it now. We're going to need it right here. One play at a time. One play at a time. Great confidence. Great confidence, great belief. Great,
1: great confidence, confidence, great confidence. belief. Do you think he's, like, wrote that on his hand? Do you think that's on that, like, play thing on his yeah, wristband? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. You flip to the second column, yeah. and he's got all those cheesy things. Okay.
1: Let's let's hear another one.
3: No fear. No fear.
1: Okay, boys, baby, let's go break it Why not? Why, Why not?
3: He right says here. that a lot. Why get not? Right Why not? a baby. Had a baby.
1: Man. Atta, baby. Atta, baby. Atta, baby. He's so fake. Yeah. What an uh,
3: embarrassment. Yeah, boy. I see what you did. Oh
1: my God. Okay. Well, that's it. Oh, no. That's it. Uh, we'll we'll sign off with that. Um, hopefully I can figure out how to get this show on the internet this week. I'm sure I'll be able to. We're
2: ending on a sad note as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Started on a sad note, ended on a sad note. Uh, That's it. So Kate McManus has apparently signed off prematurely. (laughs) Good for her.
2: As I've, I wanted to bail on Russell. I've
1: done many times, um, but for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 297 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do with Easy Ed Daly and a man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever.
3: Plus, you know, there's Kate with a C, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud
1: as connect my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and others, top podcast man, no one is above us, five star, even the haters will love us, and we're not trying to talk politics a lot, we'd much rather talk about dicks a lot, Shit's so hot, man you know the shit's on top, top podcast man, it really hits the spot, listen up, you players and chalk callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.